topic today. Thank you for the thought. I, I always want to come. Sometimes it's more difficult than others. And I've also been in Israel for almost three weeks. So okay. I Okay. Um, the topic today is women's hair covering. And the, the connection to the parsha is the Gemara learns out from the story which the Torah describes how we punish the Saita that there's, a, there's an obligation for a woman to cover her hair. Um, and the Gemara is fairly clear that this, this obligation is on a Torah level. There's an a Gemara in Subis which talks about valid grounds for divorce. And the Gemara says that that if a person, the woman transgresses Das Moshe or Das Yehudis. So Das Moshe is Halacha, which is, and Das Yehudis is Minhagim. So the Gemara says, one of the examples is a woman who goes out to the Shulk with her hair uncovered. The Gemara says, that's not Das Yehudis, that's Deraisahi. So the more you use the Lashon of the Raisa, which, which indicate that, that this is something at a Torah level, the woman has to heave to cover her hair when she goes out to the Shuk. Um, the questions which need to be clarified when we say that she has to cover, how much covering is called covering, how much is, 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 is the heave to cover the head, is the heave to cover the hair, or is the heave to cover both? Um, that's one question, and, and, and what is, is there any area which is dependent upon Minig? So I'm going to follow the approach of Mr. Burrow. There are other approaches, um, and therefore there is a, lo- a, a lot of, this is an area which you can imagine the, uh, is, there's a lot of discussion on it and a lot of very, very high uh, emotional content on the, on the topic. Um, and the Mishaburah goes with the, the number one, he points out that it, it is, it is it didn't, of the Torah, the woman has to cover her hair. And this has application in regards to a woman's chiv as, as, as a woman who's married. It also applies to the lachas of Hilchus Kriyashma, or any, saying anything of Kedusha, any words of Torah, uh, in the presence of a woman whose hair is uncovered. The Mishaburah passes that, that's also to do that, which is the simple reading of the Shulchan Aruch. Um, there is a famous oracle Shulchan that says that nowadays it's become so common for women to go with their hair uncovered inappropriately so but now that it's become so common it does not have an Allah of erva in regards to the prohibition of saying brachas and Torah in their presence I mean, it is not permitted for the woman to do so but she's still doing the avera of going out of, of dress, not covering her hair in regards to the prohibition of saying words of Torah it's now mutter and worship follows the Aruch uh, HaShulchan in case of need would that apply for you know, today, a hundred years later there's much more parts of the uh, that usually covered that are revealed, would that apply to that as well? No, so um, that's very clear that this, if, if it is true it's only specifically in regards to hair mm-hmm. we see that hair is treated in a very special way um Hair of a woman who's a psula is not a problem to say brachas in the presence of it. Mm-hmm. It's only hair of a woman who is a nasua because the derech is to cover her hair. Once it's become the, the derech not to cover the hair, so that, that, that whereas everything else is, the Mishabur is very clear that um, it would not be affected by the, the change in the, 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 the society. Um, that, that whatever halacha says the definition is considered an erva on the goof of a person, that remains an erva um, whatever society does. In regards to saying brachas 
words of Kedusha, Torah, in, in, in that presence. Um, there, the Mishabura does say that there's something known as the hair which is Chutz Simpson, which means that uh, when a woman covers her head, the hair which extends beyond that area which is covering the head, there's a certain amount of hair which sticks out, so that hair which is difficult to cover, that depends on the Minigamaka. That will be dependent on the Minigamaka. So, where exactly that applies to? So, the assumption in halacha is that the hair which goes down in front of a woman's the hair which grows in front of a woman's ears, or the hair which grows on the back of the person's neck, um, the, the, not on the skull, but on the, on the back of the neck, goes into this halacha. And uh, the, the depend, that depends on minikamakam, whether it's going to be, it has to be covered or not. Um, but every, everything which is on the head itself, which includes from the, from the base of the skull all the way around to the front, has to be covered. Uh, there is an interesting question if the isser is to cover the head, so as long as the head is covered, even though there's hair extending beyond that, the hair of the head extending beyond that, that directly should be mutter. If this was to cover the hair, so I don't care how long the hair is, since it's attached to the head, it's going to be problematic. But what about vice versa, a woman who has no hair? Um, does she have to cover if this is hair so she doesn't have to cover her head theoretically um, so the, the the assumption of the post is really both there's, an issue, there's a dinner par of Rosh Isha with a dinner Rosh it's dinner in her hair and it says and he uncovers her hair so there's both an issue of the hair and the issue of the head so even the hair which is extending beyond the head is going to be problematic the hair of the head which is beyond which is no longer which is, or vice versa a woman would have no hair in her head she'd have to cover her head um, that being said in regards to the issue of erva erva is the Gemara says sarva isha is erva so theoretically if a, if a woman would have a shaved head or a woman would be bald there'd be no issue to say there'd be no issue to say the retara in, in, the pres, in her presence interesting kanech um there's a, there's a famous tumor for Moshe where Moshe applied the concept of tefach in regards to women's hair. So now, where, the source to that is there's the in the Hilfus Kriyashma there is a concept of tefach, which means that um, certain parts of the body are considered absolute erva, and any part of that part of the body is uncovered. It's a, there's a prohibition to say the retire in that presence. And certain parts of the body, since they have to cover them, so they are considered erva as well. But the, then the isser of saying the retire in the presence is only if a tefach of that is co- uncovered, an area of a tefach, which is about three, three and a half inches worth. So, Ramosha then takes that halacha, which is the talk, not talking about hair, and applies it to the hair as well. That the prohibition to say the return in the presence of the hair of a woman only applies if a tefah is uncovered. Now, the definition of a tefah is that's a one linear direct measurement. You need at least two linear measurements to apply this halacha. So it's a tefah back, but how wide do you have? So the, the simple of the different shuvah seems to say it's a tefah by a tefah. Square it's a square tefa. So if it means the, the, the tichel would write up one area and you have a tefa by tefa, which is visible, that would not prohibit the person to say the retara in that presence. But if, to say that a woman can wear her, her tichel further back and therefore the whole width of a tefa being uncovered, 
so she knows she has a measurement in her head that make, make sure that it doesn't go back three and a half inches, it only goes back three inches and, but, but it's more than it's, it's, it's a tefak back, but it's also more than a tefak wide, so that would not be now, Ramosha then discusses that's in regards to the prohibition of saying the return in the presence of a woman a woman's uncovered hair. What about in regards to the women going like this? Because there's, besides the Salah in Erechayim, Simonayim Hay, which is the prohibition of saying words of Torah in, the, in, in that presence, there's Allah in heaven as a woman has to go with her hair covered. So do we argue that this prohibition doesn't apply if less than a tefak is uncovered? Uh, so Ramosha in in one other, he speaks about this in one place very explicitly, and he says this is an argument to permit a woman actually going like that. And you look at Ramosh's other places where he talks about it, it's very clear that he did not mean that that is the way it should be done. He says that this is a this is an understanding, but maybe the people are doing that. You cannot consider them that they are doing something uh, which is an avera to the point that they're called uh, they, there's grounds for uh, various issues with them. But um, the same way we don't we, we, that the halacha is that regards to saying Triishma, etc. We said there's a halacha of tefach in regards to uncovered baser. It doesn't mean a woman's allowed to walk like that. And that Ramosha says clearly in a different place that that's not a heter for a woman to go like that. It's a heter just means if she did, you're allowed to say there is her in the presence of it. But with regards to the woman's obligation to go in a way which is sneeze, that still um, she, she doesn't have a, a shear of a tefah. So Ramosha then applying it. So uh, David Feinstein is on record that his father w- was saying this as a way to explain the opinions of the people which are being lenient about it, but not that this is acceptable the chachila for a person to do so. Um, this has become the uh, foundation of many many people wearing their chachila, wearing their tichel not fully covered, their head is not fully covered. Uh, that would be a, that would be it's a bit difficult to rely on that. Mishabura uh, clearly, by the way, does not passing like that, etc. Now, the, the, it's clear in Allah that the definition of the Isser is that she should go out the sh- to, sh- to the shuk with her hair uh, with her hair like that. Um, the question now applies in the bias, and the question now applies also beyond the bias into a chutzer. Um so, the, from the Rambam, it's clear that that halacha that it's considered the woman's considering Averis Das Moshe is only within the Shuk. If the woman go to a Chatzra as such, that would not, she would not be over Das Moshe. She's not called that she's transgressing on a Torah level. Okay. Quick question. We're talking yeah. about a married woman, right? Married woman. All women are married women. Or a divorced woman? Uh, okay. A woman who was married. Yeah. Whether she's married now, she's divorced or widowed. Um, I don't know, is the chutzr, chutzr is assumed to be a shared space, it's not just... It can be even as a shared space, as long as it's not instead of shuk. Right. Now, so then it would seem to indicate from the Raman that if a woman would do so into the chutzr, that's, that's das yehudas, which means that it would depend on the minig. Um, um, that's 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 understanding from the Rambam. Um, is this the application? So it seems to be the way the Mishabur goes that 
in the bias itself, a woman has permission to make her a din. A woman has permission to go with her hair uncovered. Um, he does quote a Zohar that it's, it's not appropriate to do so. And he quotes a Shubhas Kassam Surfer, which is very strong that the halacha is that a woman has a key to cover her hair inside as well. And he brings various rayas that other Rishonim do not agree with the Rambam, and this applies for sure outside and even inside the bias as well. Um, so that heter that some people say that women go inside without there is what to be, there is what to base it on, um, and it, it'll get again high emo, high emotionally fraught conversations on this topic. Um, that there is what to say that it's, that it's true. There's what to say that that's not true, and you know you follow your 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 so, what type of covering is considered a valid covering? So, clearly, the, the, the more talks about a covering which is made out of cloth, a woman puts some type of a, a, a baggage on her head, that's called covering her hair. Um, the question comes up with wearing what's known as payanach ris, which means a, which is also known as a wig, um, a faruk, or a shaitel, whatever language you want to call it. Um, is that permitted or not? The question being is there the Shulte Gibarin, which, is, which writes in Masetis Shabbos, the more talks of Payanachris. The more talks about this, this, this wig type item. And the more it clearly describes it, it's made out of hair and it's covering the head, etc. She says, you see from this that a woman is allowed to, to, to wear, wear such an item. There's a famous chuva from the Beersheva, which is a very early Achron, which he disagrees very strongly. He says that it's also to do so. For multiple reasons, one is that there's a marasai issue. It looks like a woman's not covering her hair, and the woman has a responsibility to cover hair. She also has a responsibility, like any mitzvah, you cannot give the appearance of doing something improper. Um, it doesn't accomplish the purpose of, of covering the hair. That the hair should be the, the, that the woman's hair is, is attractive. He has multiple arguments why it's also uh, the the. The Psak in this, Ravad Yosef, has a long trip where he paskins that it's usher, and that's why many Saudi women do not wear shaitals. What about the mission on Shabbos? In the mission Shabbos, um, which talks about Payanochris, is Pashtus, it was a, a hair covering, but it wasn't really covering the whole head. There's different ways of understanding what the mission, how to understand the mission, what the case of the mission was. Um, the, the Ashkenazi Paiskim do say that, it, that it's mutter. However, they do point out that it is really preferable in halacha that if the hair should not look like it's her real hair. Um, the Mishabur raises the question in regards to a woman take, having her hair cut off and making a shaitel out of her own hair. So he brings that uh, two opinions on it. He brings to the mocking Yibarim that that would be problematic because that clearly would look to people like she's it's her own hair because it is her own hair, just not attached anymore. <laughs> um, uh, so, uh, I, so I don't suggest that. Besides the fact, I'm not sure how exactly how much that would cost to do that. Um, you know, be custom, very very custom made chetel. I'm going to grow here law, have it cut, then make a shape out of it, and then get married. I don't know, you know how we would do that, but you know. Um, I guess theoretically it could be done. Um, so, uh, where was I thought? Um, so does that mean that the, 
know, less expensive, whatever, however you want to find them, shaitals are halakhically preferable? Yes, to, uh, that's what it means. It, it does mean that. Uh, now, um, I'm not going to get involved in the, the, the length of the shaitals. That's uh, not a very clear source in halakha in regards to that. It's just along with the theory that the more and more attractive the shaitl gets, the more and more you're getting, and the more and more it looks like you're real hair, the more and more you're, you're getting into this gray area that maybe we shouldn't be doing this. So they're trying to draw some line over there. The lines are somewhat arbitrary. I have not seen any real sources for where you draw the line. The shaitl goes three inches below the, you know, out over the shoulder, less than three inches. I, I, I haven't found Macaris that are, you know, that there's real Macaris on that topic. I have two questions. The first is, based on this concept of Yivrei Torah and Kriyashma, how can any rabbi appear in many Orthodox shuls today where there are at least some women who don't cover their heads, even on Shabbos and Shul, and, and, and give a Torah Torah? Um, and uh, including fairly Haredi rabbis who come and are on speaking tours and appear in these shuls. And the second question is, I was in Israel recently and I noticed that there are a variety of different styles of the extent to which people uh, cover their hair while they're wearing uh, tilt. And there's, uh, you know, there's like three or four different... So I approached a woman who I know who's married to a, a real mentor and who herself is a daughter of a famous rabbi and who covers her hair with uh, a shape. And I said, what's the uh, derivation? I see all these very observant women who have various stages of hair coverings. And she said, that's based on the uncertainty of what ufara rosh, what the word ufara means. And there's no set agreement on the extent to which uh, that refers to complete uh, uh, prohibition on covering the hair. That's what she said. So those are two questions. So regardless of the first one, we have the Arch Shulchan, which says that nowadays a woman go with hair uncovered, so the prohibition of saying the Torah in the presence of it is not prohibited. And Moshe says you can rely on that if necessary. What about other body parts? Though? No, not other body parts. You have to ask a rabbi. So um, just don't look. So just don't look doesn't work. Um, no. The luck is by, by air, but you have to face away. You can't be facing towards the person. Um, it's a problem. It is a real problem. And uh, I think if a woman would understand that, you know, the, the halachic challenges that they're creating, um, maybe they'd be more careful. As regards to the first one, simply regards to hair, you have that opinion. Uh, it doesn't solve the other issues. There's, there is a. Uh, Yeah, one of these tributes to, 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 to people working, working, working Kirov, you know, obviously working in the world of Kirov, that's this issue of exposed parts of the body is a major problem. So are some tributes about it to find different kinds of solutions, etc. None of them are like great ongoing solutions for the problem that a person should use regularly. Okay. In regards to um, the second issue, I'm not, I'm not sure it depends on the word of Pura, but it does depend on this definition of this is true for Moshe. Moshe says that a certain amount can be uncovered based on the idea we find that the definition of an airboat is defined by this area of a tefach. So Moshe does have um, 
know, he seems to rely on it, at least in, in, in the quote-unquote situation, a person who is doing it, he said, it's not called transgressive. That's, that's his language. Not that you should do it, but the person who does do it is not called transgressive. That's not a, not a very preferable way of doing something, but at least, at least saying the video is not called transgressive. So, and answer your question 100%. Um, no, 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 good answers. No. Okay. Um, one, la- one last point that regards to the, t- the point where women has to start covering her hair. Mishra Pazan's a woman who's an Arusa has to cover her hair. Which is the minute by the the by the by the Hasidim, by the, the very very from Benetar, etc. So it means a woman has to wear shaitl to Rahasna. Because as soon as they do the Kedushan under the Chopa, she has to cover her hair. Um, there's some say that it's totally in the Chopa, and some say it's totally the woman being a Bu'ula. The Chiyav to cover her hair depends on the woman being a Bu'ula, which would only be the following morning she has a Chiyav to cover her hair. Um, so Rabbi Yaakov Kamenetsky is quoted to say that that was the meaning of the B'nai Torah historically. It's a foul of that Shita that uh, Rabbi Cutler held like that as well. By Mr. tells actually, the Shiva of Chaim would not be Masada Kedushin by a chastan if the, if the woman was not wearing a Shita by a chastan. That's what Rabbi Yaakov said, that she should wear a shadow at the house. Rabbi Yaakov said she could wait till the next morning. Okay. And Rabbi Yaakov also said like that, and tells the... Rabbi Yaakov Kamenetsky. Rabbi Kamenetsky, yeah. Um, whereas, so, in Chavaz Chaim, they go with the Mishabura. Chavaz Chaim, Yeshiva, the, the women, girls, ladies, wear shaytos by the house. And so, the different opinions when it starts. Um, this is a lot of, again, a lot of being spilled on this topic. Okay.